Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Bariatric Nutrition Coach podcast. And this episode, I'm talking about what are your non-negotiables after your weight loss surgery? And I think for some people, this may be a new concept or a new way of thinking about your lifestyle, your food choices, your eating habits, after having weight loss surgery and hopefully it does ask you to think a bit more about how you look at your journey after your weight loss surgery and is there a way of adjusting or making some changes that make you feel a bit more confident in your journey. So I suppose the topic of what are your non-negotiables for your post weight loss surgery journey I think of this as coming a bit more into play in the maintenance phase of your journey. In that weight loss phase, there is a lot of change, particularly over the first 12 months after your weight loss surgery, there's a lot of change on how much you can eat, what foods settle and what don't, how much fluid you can drink and how you feel and your body's changing so much. And not only is there a lot of change in that weight loss phase, But also you're getting regular feedback or feedback from your body that you're losing weight and the scales continue to move. Once you move into a maintenance phase and you're not getting the changes and the scale stays roughly the same, we're in a different space. We need to really be aware that you've moved into another stage of your journey. And today's topic of talking about what are your non-negotiables can be a really powerful way of approaching your maintenance phase after your bariatric surgery because what it does it really is saying to keep if all the benefits of weight loss and improved pathology results less pain in the hips and the knees and all of those lovely benefits that you've got out of your weight loss surgery to keep those we need to really focus on the key behaviors, they're gonna help keep those outcomes and the success that you have achieved from your surgery. The way I view the non-having non-negotiables after having weight loss surgery is you're traveling down the road of life on your journey. And you would have seen this image used quite a bit in some bariatric materials online. You're going down your road, you're on track, and your non-negotiables the habits, the eating habits, any behaviors that keep you on that road, okay? Do you have to go right down the middle of that road and hit the light, that middle line all the time? No, you have lines and you have cat's eyes on both sides that are gonna let if you're drifting off, but what keeps you on that road in between the two side lines 
and traveling in that zone and maintenance are your non-negotiables. So that's how I think about them. And they can be really empowering because when you practice them, you stay on track. Sometimes life's gonna push you off course, but you come back to those and they get you back on track and they keep you on track. So this is something that if you are in your weight loss phase after your weight loss surgery, you can start thinking about what are your non-negotiables gonna be in your maintenance phase. And if you're in your maintenance phase, you can start thinking, what are those non-negotiables you really are for, for me individually, me as a person that keeps me on track, that keeps everything else falling into place. And I'm gonna to talk to you about some examples of those, but I want to share an example that I'd heard on another podcast because I thought it was really interesting. I've remembered it for years. This podcast was a wonderful podcast, but it's not produced anymore, meaning it still exists. It's called the Weight Loss Surgery Podcast, and it's hosted by Riga Cortell. She's a nurse practitioner in the US. I think there was 100 episodes finished in 2021, but there was so much value in that podcast. I've listened to every podcast, basically. So it was a really great podcast, but I remember there was a story, and I'm not going to get all the details right. I'm just going to give you kind of what I remember because it's I haven't heard it for several years, but I really remember that I think she was at a conference, she ran into somebody she knew, whether it was a past patient or someone, they were a chef. And she said this person, he had maintained his weight loss after his weight loss surgery. And she said, how do you maintain, what, what do you do to keep yourself on track? And he reached into his back pocket, pulled out his chopsticks, and he said, I eat with these. And I thought that was so powerful. He carried these chopsticks everywhere he went because eating with chopsticks ensures you eat slowly, possibly can only eat so certain foods. Eating slowly, that kind of physical reminder of, I've had weight loss surgery, I wanna keep my weight loss, I wanna keep all the lovely outcomes I've achieved. And that was that physical, I eat with these, I am gonna eat slowly, I'm not gonna overeat, I'm gonna stay on track. So that example or that story really resonated with me. And obviously it doesn't have to be chopsticks, it doesn't have to be anything physical, but I really do talk to my clients in my coaching program about having a couple of key things that are non-negotiables that you keep practicing for the rest of your life. And when you practice those eating behaviors, other things fall into place. So often when people are off track, feeling like they've lost, they're out of that zone, they can think of five, six, seven things that they don't wanna be doing or they wanna be doing. And it's very overwhelming. We wanna keep it simple. And the non-negotiables are really simple because they can be two or three things that you practice, one, to get yourself back into that zone, or two, you practice them and that keeps you in that zone. And I'm gonna give you some examples of what they can look like. Now tell me, is this you? You have had your bariatric surgery and you're feeling lost. You're lacking support and you don't know what to eat and when. Or you may have noticed after your surgery, your hunger and cravings have started to return and you are scared you won't reach your goals. You may have had some weight regain and you wanna stop the weight regain and lose some more weight. You may be pre-surgery and you want support to be fully prepared for your weight loss surgery journey. If any of these sound like you, then listen up. I have developed my bariatric nutrition bootcamp just for you. 
My coaching program provides education, coaching, and community for people getting ready for their weight loss surgery and at every stage after their surgery. There are four key areas that I focus on with my clients in my Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp. One is the Bariatric Nutrition Basics. You will learn what and how to eat so you feel satisfied, reach your protein and fluid goals, and have less cravings, and know how to manage your hunger in the future. Meal ideas and meal planning. You'll learn to plan meals and snacks that you like, so you have great options on hand when it comes time to eat. Also, we focus on mastering weight regain habits, identifying any habits that are stopping you from reaching your goals and create manageable strategies to get back on the straight and narrow so you can manage your weight for the rest of your life. And also I focus with my clients in my bariatric nutrition bootcamp on learning to trust your body and food. Start to enjoy your food again by relearning to listen to your body cues so you have less guilt and improve your relationship with food and your body. If you are ready to maximize your weight loss surgery results, feel confident in your journey and be led with support and expert guidance, then the Bariatric Nutrition Bootcamp is for you. If you would like to know more about my coaching program, check out the link in the show notes. So one example can be just really committing to having regular intake. For surgery, I call them a grab-and-go person, skipping meals, whatever's there. You could eat enough at a meal to last you for hours. You did shift work or your intake was very ad hoc. And the impact of what happens when you don't eat regular meals. You get over hungry, you overeat, you reach for high energy foods. You forget about protein, your protein intake's low, but you're going through over a day or two, you're going through famine, really low intake, and then overeating, and that leads to weight regain. So you might, for you, with your past history of having really irregular eating schedule for many, many years, that might be a really key non-negotiable for you. If you eat regularly, it helps you regulate your appetite. You don't fall prey to grazing, snacking, grabbing high energy foods. So that's one example. Another example is that people, you know, can say really notice that when they get a certain percentage of their plate, they plate up their food and eat their food in a certain way. And I talk about my protein bites ratio, but they know if they plate their food up with a good half of it by protein and the other half other foods and they have two bites of protein, one bite of other and stop when they're satisfied at a meal, that everything else falls into place. They can still have a treat here and there that they get optimized their protein, they feel satisfied, it stops them grazing. That is a really key thing for them. Another person may find that once a month they do three days of tracking their protein intake just to remind themselves that protein is key and just to keep track that their protein is in a certain area. So maybe weighing yourself once a fortnight in your maintenance phase, long term, you say for the rest of my life, I'm going to weigh myself once a fortnight and I'm going to eat regularly. And I find when I do those two things, I fo- the other things just fall into place because when I eat regularly, I'm really good at playing my food up with protein and I, everything falls into place. 
So there's so many different examples of what your non-negotiables can be. Another one from a lifestyle perspective can be moving the body because when it comes to weight regain, there's a cluster of eating habits and things that are associated and been shown to be associated with weight regain. Moving the body can be a really key one to say, well, I'm gonna do one or two things in my diet and I'm going to commit to moving my body certain number of times every week for the rest of my life because it gives me those great outcomes, reduces stress. It's regular movement, helps with weight maintenance in the long term. So not only can your non-negotiables be used if you drift off track to pull yourself back into the zone, we want to establish them in the maintenance phase, decide what they are for you personally, things that you really connect and get that make a really big difference. When you focus on them, other things fall into place, other things just happen naturally. And so it's only focusing on a few things, but when you do them and you practice them, good you feel confident and the word confident is such an important thing for us to talk about and I want to talk about it here because people and we talk about it it does come up when people weight regain or things aren't going how they want them to go not being clear on what to do you lack confidence and it can be very scary Whereas if you what to do, you're much more confident. Do I talk to my clients a lot about when I'm coaching them in my coaching program, is life going to push you off track? Yes. You can have small things. You've lost the cat, the car's broken down, the children are sick, and you get over those things. Or you can have big things. Someone in your family is sick. Something happens with your job. Big things that really push you off course. Life is going to push you off course at some point, small or large, and it's just life. So kind of expecting or just knowing and knowing that you're only human, but being confident what to do to bring yourself back into your zone, whether it's whatever words work for you on track, back on in the zone, whatever the words are. So confidence, I think, is really key for living well and being really happy in life after weight loss surgery. Finding that balance, really finding what to do. You don't have to be perfect. And I think that is so important. I now wanna talk through an activity you can do. And you can do this activity even if you're in your weight loss phase or if you're in your maintenance phase after your weight loss surgery. So I'm gonna step you through that activity now. You may wanna stop this podcast and go and grab pen and paper. I'm a big fan of pen and paper and I really do talk a bit about journaling and writing things down. So if you need to stop this podcast, grab a pen and paper and then come back. So when you have your pen and paper, I want you to reflect on what were the habits that you had before your surgery that led you to being overweight before your surgery? Was it skipping meals, certain foods, certain lifestyle habits? Anything that you remember from a habit perspective and from a lifestyle perspective that you did or that led you to being overweight before your surgery? And I think that can be an uncomfortable exercise to reflect on this, but it can be a really great exercise to do because those habits and those tendencies on how to eat and what you choose to eat will 
come back at some point after surgery. So it's not really if, it's really when. Old habits will come back. Your default way of eating, if you skipped meals, if you ate a lot after dinner every night, was on the couch eating, that was why you relaxed when you watched TV or watched a movie, chances are it's gonna come back. So it's really good to reflect on what were those habits before surgery? So you're really focused on what to look out for. So that's the first part of the activity. And then the second part of the activity it can really like depend if you are in the weight loss phase after your weight loss surgery, you might start maybe drafting what you feel could be your non-negotiables in your maintenance phase. What do you think they could be at this point? Because things do change. It really depends on where you are after your weight loss surgery and how far you are. But if you're in your maintenance phase, you might want to start brainstorming. What do you think two or three non-negotiables for you? What are the key ones? What are the things that when you focus on them, other things fall into place? You feel confident. They keep you on track. And the habits that you can practice commit to practicing for the rest of your life. Are you going to be perfect at them? No. Are you going to sometimes forget about them? Yes. But then you look at how you can remind yourself to be practicing those. But this is the first part. This is the activity that I think is really worth doing in relation to this topic at this point. So what were the habits that you had before surgery, food choices and habits that led to being overweight? And now what possibly your non-negotiables when you reach maintenance phase or if you're in maintenance what are the non-negotiables for you at this point after doing this activity i would love you to send me a message in facebook messenger or in instagram and share your non-negotiables with me i would love to hear them so thank you so much for listening for supporting my podcast. I really appreciate your support. I would love to see a review from you. If you're finding value, I'd love you to take a couple of minutes to do a review. I would love you to share my podcast. If you feel that there's somebody that would appreciate this podcast, I know a few people have mentioned my podcast in Facebook support groups, which is really wonderful. And I've had some people say that that's how they found me and they're really thrilled that they have found the podcast. So thank you so much for your support. And I really look forward to being back in your ears next week. 